Hey up, Jamie, you southern fairy. Mate, <laughs> no words. Smashed it. You are the champions of the league. <laughs> we are. We are. I needed that song as my intro. We are the champions. Well, it's a bit premature, isn't it? We've won one week or one month. We've got one more month, so you, there's still the opportunity to claw, claw first place back. We're going to have to... Yeah. Uh, we're going to have to do a big recruitment drive, both of us, I think, for this last one to kind of... Money money to... talks. Like what's happening down in the big smoke? We need to organise some big other big events, so uh, see what's going on. <laughs> how how did it go? How was it with 50 people in Wit? Because Wit's not a big gym, is it? No, no. I think um, all of our prior planning on, like, accommodating big numbers um, paid off to... To, to most of an extent like it, the workout was great in terms of the timing so we got through our two heats um it was a bit daunting so you, I was running the event at WIT which is not my my home space so whenever you're in a different space you're kind of a bit conscious of well music and stuff but I had some um had some pretty good helpers who were kind of on to, on point to really like help me roll with it so yeah it was decent it was Perfect. decent it's, a, it's definitely handy having a couple of those helpers, like you say. Um, and I think especially because if you have been to a couple of regionals now, it does make it all a bit smoother. Because like you say, with those numbers, it is it can be quite tough. Um, yeah. It can be like herding cats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's not, it's not, be, not being afraid to ask for help. Like we had uh, a member of the month, MJ. He, was, uh, he used his uh, really good calligraphy skills to write the workout on the board, which helped me out. Um, <laughs> Louis, who works there, um, he was like in charge of music and making sure like, he didn't get me a drink of water, which I, I found quite shocking, really. He didn't help me out that much. But, um, yeah, he, uh, he, he was on point with the, the good music until Rodwell took over the music and put some dacker on. So it was all yeah, good. Good stuff. Good. Um, I've got the leaderboard, the March leaderboard, with kind of all the overall scores on here. Obviously, Southeast Eagles took three first places. We yeah. uh, were you surprised or, we, I don't know, before the weekend and all you knew Reggie and Sammy and Mikey Rodwell would be there and obviously the usuals yeah. like MJ and Jamie. Um, but yeah, were you expecting it? Were you expecting the numbers? Yeah, I mean, look, we had a little look earlier in the week and I knew um, the registrations for WIT would be quite high, like the lure of, of going one to somewhere new and in town. Um, I was really, really happy. That's the... I mean, I'm I'm a com- very competitive person. I want to win every single thing I do, but I I much prefer like trying to win that participation one. Like that's the big one for me because I know if we can get the people in front of us, we can have a good laugh and it's a good vibe. And then ultimately, the fitness is the fitness. Um, you're kind of limited by your own potential. So um, that's what I really like pushing. So whenever you get a lot of people in the room, um, PBs tend to fly and and people tend to push harder. Like I, d- I jumped in on that workout and yeah, I'm still suffering in a, in a big way. I did stuff that I would never normally have done in a normal training session just because there was lots of other people looking at me. Well, that, that was one of the, uh, that was one of the things that Liam Walker said. So Liam Walker is the Scottish regional manager, um, but he was down in London for, to watch the UFC. So he dropped in the, the Southeast regional and he said, you know, quite easily you could have 
just ran the event and took a step back and not participated, but he said, like, fair play, you know, you managed to take part in it as well and everything still ran really smooth, um, which is the stage I think maybe all most of us regional managers want to want to get to. Um, Steve does that as well. Yep. I've got a couple of niggles at the moment, so it's about me. Um, but yeah, that's the goal. If it can still be really smooth, and us take part in as well. Um, that's yeah. Because the, just... the first event I didn't. Uh, the first event I was like, "What's going to happen here?" Like <laughs> forty people I've never met before. Um, so yeah, I kind of left it, and then I was like, "Okay, there's a bit of potential to to give it give it a run myself." I I put my hands up on the on the macho man. I'd probably say I, I ducked out one barbell before it properly buckled me, but. Um, the, the set before it was enough to like sit me down so uh, I was quite yeah. happy to just walk away and get my phone out and film uh, so yeah we'll get around to it but I think you're stuck in the top five as well no that's not me that's oh, is uh, it not you no nah, that's Jamie not me. Uh, yeah that's the the better looking Jamie in the, in the <laughs> south east um, awesome we had a good turn now the, the northern regional I knew we were going to get a decent amount from method to turn up they organise yeah. Literally, you walk in, you look at the whiteboard. They've got just gym events all down the side of the whiteboard. Um, and they always get good turnouts. They've got a really good community there. So I knew they were going to have a good contribution of, you know, athletes to the event. Um, what I was a little bit unsure of is because most of the events have been in the Northwest. And probably we've got like a bit of a bigger base in the Northwest uh, than the Northeast athletes wise. Wasn't sure how many athletes would make the trip because it was two and a half hours to get up to Newcastle. Um, but we we still had a good turnout. We had 39 people. I think at the last event at Heesham, we had in around 40 and then same for the first event. So we've been pretty consistent, which is, is pretty good, really. Um, so I was yeah. pretty, pretty chuffed about that. Um, obviously, for six of the eight regions, we had them at, them at a new location. Um, so again it's one of them where I think quite a few of the regional managers were a bit unsure like what would the numbers be like will we get the same numbers Um, Mm. and I think normally normally after the the first visit it's uh, it's definitely one of those ones where people will have wanted to have done it but Mm. they didn't do it and now they've seen it they're like I'm definitely in next time so you're probably going to see 10 to 15 on on top of those if they do repeat locations yeah, definitely. I mean, what a fair play to Scotland. Yeah. I didn't even know they had 35 CrossFit athletes in Scotland. <laughs> very true. <laughs> they definitely do, but I, I think for what Scotland has got going for it, I feel like they're quite proud of their region in the sense that they're representing yeah. Scotland. And I knew they had a quite a good kind of community there anyway because they managed to sort a strength and depth team last year um, at the Origins event so I knew they were quite closely knit there but you just never know with you know the regional events um, if people aren't quite sure what it's about like are they going to come but it's been they had 35 which is yeah big numbers it is the the girls up there are seriously strong as well seriously strong girls up there yeah, they've got they have got a good good group of girls up there that are usually whooping the guys on the workout. We'll get to that in a in a bit as well. But um, yeah. the average girls 
work score tends to be higher than the guys <laughs> on the yeah. workout front. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other regions. So East, they had it at Great Yarmouth. Yeah, I think that was a little bit further out from. Again, I think Norwich is quite central for a lot of people in the East and quite easy to get to. Um, I think Great Yarmouth is out of the way a little bit more. So a few less numbers than usual. But again, we'll get to it. They are pretty even across the board. Like they've never been at the bottom, but they've never been at the top. They've been consistently kind of, you know, in and around that middle bit. Um, what I was a little bit surprised about was uh, the turnout for Wales. So yeah. they had 15 and they've had over 20 for the past couple of events. Um, and Adam messaged in the group. So it was Wales versus Italy in the Six Nations, wasn't it? And I think Wales were at home. So he said, I think he said, uh, everyone's gone to the rugby match. <laughs> <laughs> which I bet I bet they wish they hadn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which it's one of those where you know everyone loves rugby in Wales. You can kind of understand that you know if they are doing that, but letting you, letting your region down, guys. You yeah, better come. We, you need get you it need, squared away. Get it squared away. You need a big turnout for this last one because you don't want the wooden spoon. Oh yeah, we need to come up with that. Like yeah. obviously. We, we can have some prizes for winners, but um, there's definitely some forfeits for losers. There's got to be a wooden spoon. We've definitely yeah. got to come up with that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Let's get on to uh, the weightlifting workout. So um, you programmed this workout, didn't you? Well, you programmed I did, all, yeah. all workouts. Yep. Um, what were your kind of thoughts behind it? And how did you feel like it went on on the day? Yeah, so when... When we had the chance, obviously we'd snatched the the pre- previous regional, so we knew it was going to be some kind of clean orientation. I, I remember doing at the start of the year some macho man intervals, um, which were on the on the JST plan. I remember them being like fun, like I enjoy moving through more than one just a heavy clean and jerk and that kind of thing. And then I thought, well, how do we apply it to potentially a competition setting or something that if those guys like maybe turn up to a comp, and then it started the evolution of it started to think of the French throwdown snatch ladder, whereas I'm pretty sure it was ski erg into snatch. And I remember Bacon finishing that ladder and I was watching, I was like, that was a cool event. Um, so I initially had written that down and then I thought, well, we're going to have so many people down, like trying to do this. The double under is going to be carnage trying to do this and have multiple people on a bar. So then I just thought, well, okay, let's just keep it within a, a tight time frame. Um, and then this was born. So it was harder than expected earlier. Um, I think a lot of people, when when we kind of debriefed before we went into the workout, I was like, how was that, guys? And a few people were like, I was two bars below where I thought I was going to get to. I think the cumulative effect of doing the the earlier rounds really paid dividends. Like a lot of people wouldn't have touched like a 90 or some of these people wouldn't have touched 100 or whatever it was. They would have just made bigger jumps. So just creating that fatigue across the earlier rounds meant that it was harder later on. Um, From a logistics point of view, it was carnage, like three (laughs) people on a bar within a two minute window. Uh, I'm going to throw my middle partner under the bus, Harrison. 
I don't know what he was doing at like 1900. He was setting himself up like he's going for one back. Gave me like 15 seconds to try and bang out a set, um, which put me on the ropes because I was gassed from it. But um, yeah, that would probably be the only difficult bit was trying to get people through in a two minute window. Yeah, for sure. That That's where we kind of learn from each region as well, don't we? Like, yeah. how how does it work? Because we, we, similar, I said to the guys, I was like, if you can, try and stay as close to going every two minutes. But if you if you go over slightly, like yeah, it doesn't matter, doesn't matter too much. And pretty much it got to the point where you could see people were getting more and more gassed as they were kind of yeah. going through the weights. And I think it got to the stage where it was sitting right in on two minutes for three people to finish the barbell complex. Um, but then at the next way, someone would end up dropping out anyway. So then it kind of, I, it, it ended up Mm. that it was all good. Um, but, but same, I think the shock of being like a bit more gas than what people was expecting because they had to do each way through quite a few people off. Um, but yeah, a, a bit of a shout out to Tobin Eagles. She, I think last time she went to Method, she did it there was a macho man complex then but it was just like build to a max and she got 12 and a half kilos more than what she hit for a macho man complex when she last went which was i think was a year ago or something like that um so yeah that was pretty awesome to to hear yeah um so yeah but nice there was plenty of buzz down down south like obviously we we had Reggie, uh, Sammy and Mikey come down and they, mm-hmm. they complement each, each other really well. Um, first time I've kind of seen them in their like own environment and they don't half push each other. That's like, that's what this regionals thing is about, is kind of getting people in training groups to, to do things. And you can see those, those three boys are, are committed to each other more than they're committed to themselves. Yeah. yeah. So you'll see them get into each other on that complex and then when we talk about the workout like the the way they were getting into each other is like it reminded me of back in the day when I was playing some sport properly and I was like you, you're going down with the ship you're going down with everybody yeah. um it was going for it it was pretty yeah. cool to watch awesome the uh, looking at the leaderboard here and you know the top five scores for for each region obviously as well as Reggie getting 130 Yadi Vander hit 130 as well um, yeah. And then he peed his clean and jerk on on Monday yesterday, yeah. so he must have sorted out that front, his front rack that doing that macho man complex. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the yeah. other guy is Thomas Stroyer from Denmark, and uh, I think he finished second in the Open in Denmark as well. Um, so we know he's a pretty good athlete, and good to see him. I think he's been to a few of the Danish regional events now, to both Danish regional events. Yeah. So he's he's in there as well. Um, for those, obviously, I saw Reggie's um, Macho Man Complex on on social media. How was everyone else's top numbers looking like that, or was it kind of ending up a bit more starfishy, or how? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the, there's a. I think the the set before Reggie's one twenty five. Mm. I had to go and check the weight. Right. I was like, that's that's not the right weight. That's mm-hmm. it's not heavy enough. Yeah. Because the way he just went shoulder to overhead on it, it was like he had like trampolines on his shoulders. He's just like <laughs> boom. 
But, um, so yeah, like pretty, pretty, pretty decent, moving well. Um, yeah. I thought Liam, Liam Walker got 125 as well, like uh, the strongest man in history. Um, that's like, I'm, like I, me and Rodwell were stood next to each other watching him do the cleans, and we were like, "Is he going to bend his legs? Like, just must have done that up." Like, RDL need to save, 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 yeah, saving his legs for the front squats. Um, and yeah, big, big, strong lad, lad overhead. So uh, on the girls' side, like watching watching those girls, like Kiara's tiny, tiny. Yeah. My well, my left leg weighs more, and yeah. the way she moved that barbell, uh, it was impressive. It was like that's probably. 15 kilos over body weight comfortably yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah super super strong yeah. fast as you like yeah she's uh, like I say she's still only super young and yeah. obviously like she's still in team division doing like usually doing team weights but I mean she's top of our leaderboard most of the time she's our <laughs> Southeast Eagles flyer like, yeah that's it it's good. If you're, if you're good enough, you're old enough. I remember hearing that as a kid. If you're good, enough, you're, good old enough, enough, you're old enough. True that. Yeah, I love that. Oh, it's good. Um, other big, big weights, Harry Lightfoot down in the southwest. He put a decent yeah. shift in there, which is good to see. And then, like you said, um, you had two, two at 125 with Sammy, Sammy in there as well. Um, yeah. And then rounded out 120. For the for took third place, and two Scottish lads got that Fraser Clark, David Steele, which yeah. one twenty hitting that like, I think, I'm Fraser's been on GST before, and I'm sure his max is in around one fifty. So again, like nice. most people here are hitting in and around eight percent of what the max clean and jerk is. There's probably a rough yeah. guide, so you know if you're if you're not sure if you kind of hit, you know, in around what you should have done, that gives you a good rough guide there. On the girl side, we've got Helena. Like she was on our games team. She's been yep. both regionals. She's done. She's been top for the girls. I think on all all the workouts up to now, um, and all the weightlifting. But Sam Harms from the east. Yep. Um, I'll be honest. Surprised me. I knew she was a big power cleaner. Um, but yeah, wasn't expecting to see her uh, sitting at the top of the leaderboard for this workout. So she's the East Regional Manager with uh, Joint yeah. East Regional Manager with Rich. So she's kind of you know showing the way there and leading the way on the yeah. on the weight side there. So yeah, making us look bad. Us other regional managers banging out top of the leaderboard. Got <laughs> huh? to lead by example, don't you? It's good. It's awesome. Totally. Um. And then Ruta, she her her background, she was, I think, a world champion powerlifter that's kind of come into CrossFit. She competed at Wadapalooza. Um, she's a master. She's real really strong and pretty, pretty good. Uh, so yeah, good to see her in there as well. Um, and then rounding out the on the women's side, we've got Sabrina who is from Denmark, she um, will, make him, will be making a good run at semi-finals this year as well, um, from what this guard's been telling us. So, yeah, that's awesome to, to see as well. And it gives everyone else who are maybe aiming for semi-finals or to get to quarter-finals, like, 
this is what you need to be hitting yeah. to get to get there. Um, so, yeah, it gives you That's a, a great guide. point. Like, at the moment, those people that are in limbo kind of going to be doing quarterfinals. So one of the things I said at the start, I was like, right, guys, if you're, if you're doing quarterfinals, like, have some fun, but be sensible, set yourself up like for a good training week don't don't buckle yourself don't hurt yourself like just most concerned we don't want to hurt anyone we want everyone yeah. to be set up and ready and then for the people that are not doing the quarterfinals or kind of thinking right what do I need to do like find those people out who are better than you and then go after them go searching for them because there's there's definitely valid like validity to go in in and try and train them with someone better than you because you'll always have like perform better than where you were currently yeah Agreed. Um, the other thing I want to point out from looking at these, looking at the weightlifting and the workout is how much the fifth person score matters or the third mm. person score. So, for example, um, where am I picking off here? So when I was looking at these, I think it was Denmark. So Thomas Stryer got a great score with 130 um yeah and everyone's kind of hitting over 100 but that 130 is then evened out by the fifth person score and kind of really brings it you know brings that average out um which awesome for Nikolai to get to get on there um and yeah. that I've not kind of heard before uh but yeah you'll see kind of on this and on the workout how much the fifth person score matters and it's one of them, just a reminder that squeeze every, you know, kilo, every kind of inch out that you can, uh, whether it's the weightlifting or the workout, because it does make a difference. So just going back onto the, the average here for the weightlifting, like it's pretty tight there. So yeah. south, Southeast 193, you know, everyone's in and around like five kilos for so Scotland, 188.7, Denmark, 188.3. Like if someone, you know, hit five kilos more, like you just, you leapfrog in there. So yeah, just kind of good to, good to notice that as well. Onto the workout. It, this week, yeah. everyone, when I briefed this workout, everyone was like, oh, like this is, it's different. They were kind of excited to just see how it played out. And also they were unsure how to strategize it because yeah. it was like, well, do I hold on and try to do as few burpees as possible? Or do I break it up and try and save my grip? It was, yeah, really interesting. When I when I wrote this, I I had an idea that the very, very top wouldn't need a strategy. Mm-hmm. they would be good enough to not need a strategy and it it was nice to see that what I'd written and what people did was there if I wanted everyone to break it would have started at 50 reps um because I think that would have probably been a bit too tough or if yeah. they would have done the 50 and the 50 you probably wouldn't have seen them again for about a week mm-hmm. um so yeah it was um it was really interesting I think the burpee twist um one of the things when I, I spoke to everyone at the end was this is training at the end of the day. I know it's a bit of fun, um, but we're training and it's good to learn something like I did far more toaster bar in a row than I would have done like normally if there was no burpee penalty and in a training session, 
So um, it's good to learn something about your ability kind of under different situations. So then when workouts come up, I know there was a, was a is it Super Team Cup or something, or the UK Championships or something years ago, there was like unbroken double under test. And it was like, do a workout and then there was unbroken double unders. And for some people, it was about four or five years ago, a lot of people struggled to do, I think it was like 50 unbroken doubles. But the extra pressure of having to do it unbroken meant a lot more people trip than they normally would. So just being ready for those situations is always a good test of your ability, mentally and physically. Yeah, definitely. And it, it was one of them, like, obviously you programmed it and the reps got less anyway. So it paid and the rest was long enough that you could, it's a big break. Like it's a decent amount yeah. of rest, one-to-one. Um so you could go out hot and then still put in a decent shift on the later intervals as well. Yeah. So yeah, I thought it was a, a great a great workout. Um, for kind of the people that couldn't or knew that they couldn't do it unbroken, I suggested that like, what's your max set of toaster bar? Like use that as a guide. Is it 20 reps? If you go to 20 reps, are you gonna you're gonna fall to pieces after that? You're gonna be probably be doing fives and then doing loads of burpees after. Um so it did pay to probably strategize it a little bit more and break a little bit earlier. I know for the people at the northern region, a lot of people's grip was just absolutely it was smoked. Um, mm. but they could still keep that intensity because the reps dropped in the later rounds as well. Definitely. I think um, a lot of people experienced and then haven't really experienced it before, how their grip felt on thrusters, just mm-hmm. having that compression on the forearm. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people reported that. I was talking to, to Rodwell. He said it felt very much like um, 22.3 in terms of that grippiness. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about um, breaking up that middle set uh, in 22.3 so then when he got onto the muscle ups he wasn't having to drop down and do threes yeah um I think I, I probably wasn't going fast enough to really feel it when I kind of got onto <laughs> I, I, with the max set of the toaster bar I kind of I jumped up and I wanted to see I was going to leave myself around about five reps before I thought I was going to hit a max mm-hmm. and that dropped me I think I got 28 nipped over did the did the burpees and then I thought okay 12s are finishable number so I don't really want to do any more burpees so I took yeah. a little bit longer yeah and then I was just I got onto the thrusters with I don't know how long to go and it was don't look at the clock and just do them until the clock mm-hmm. um, and there was a guy in front of me who I was just having a, a bit of fun with and that got me 30 odd thrusters and then that ruined my whole workout <laughs> that fast. so uh yeah the next set of toaster bar I got them because like we said the rest was um was enough but mm-hmm. it was a real struggle um it yeah, yeah. was tough, really tough. Looking at the the leaderboard again, so there were only two scores over three hundred. There was yeah. Reggie with three one four, and then another at the East Region just pulling it out of the bag. Um, yeah. M Day Gooch. So again, she's a she's a masters athlete, and when we so Sandy Gibson commented, whoa, 312. And Sammy Harms just said, yeah, she just managed to stay unbroken 
pretty much all yeah. the way through. Um, and that's what, what it got you. I'm presuming Reggie probably did the same and probably did yeah. next to no burpees. Yeah, I think, um, I know Rodwell said, I was stood next to him as we were going to start at the same time. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just not going to do any burpees. He was like, that should be the score if you don't do any burpees. I was like, I could stand here for two and a half minutes and not do any burpees. So, <laughs> um, yeah, you got to do something. But yeah, I think uh, all of those guys, um, I'm not sure if, I think I saw Adam do a set of burpees. Mm-hmm. I think though those top four, and I, th- I want to say Kiara <clears throat> wasn't far off as well, not, not having to have done any burpees and yeah. just being smooth yeah that's uh it's pretty yeah it's pretty impressive to be honest yeah to be able to yeah. stay unbroken for 40 reps and then hold on after for 20 reps um yeah seriously mm-hmm. impressive second if they just under 300 reps 299 do you know what as well i was watching it and i was like mate you're doing a bit of fannying here what are you doing yeah there was a bit of fannying going on um, you know, just kind of taking a bit too much time doing like either a transition or like, after he'd done his burpees, it was a bit, bit too much like dilly dallying. So I'm calling you out yeah. there, Evander. <laughs> um, um, and it's one of those ones you can't, you don't know your rep count. So 299 will be really infuriating because once you go back and do the maths, <laughs> like, mate. It's mate, I know. Yeah. He's in the 200s. That's all we got to say. Yeah. He's in the 200s. <laughs> I was in the 200s. <laughs> Um, Southwest Helena again two six nine. Yeah, uh, I'm looking above her as well. There was uh, Mikey, who I know is a pretty one of Jolly Sailor Johnny Jolly Sailor. One of Jolly Sailor's uh, good athletes who always puts in a, a decent shift at strength and depth. He's like one of their key players. Um, I'm presuming they went head to head, and I bet that was quite a good watch as well. Watching Mikey and Helena go rep for rep. Yeah. Um, I know that's usually the Scottish girls' trick. They always go head to head, and they're always usually a few reps um, within nice. each other. Um, that last interval, you could really push as well with it being yeah. five and five. Like, I think the intensity on the 20 had to come down because everyone back tried to bang the 40, 40. Yeah, so then everyone was smart in the 20, 20. And then it was like, okay, well, if you've got, you got 10 and 10, mm-hmm. you've definitely got five and five. Like we saw the amount of rounds. It wasn't just going up linear. It went up to like seven sets of it. And in, in that last one, where everyone yeah. was really pushing. Yeah, definitely. Um, other names I'm looking, looking at here. So we've got Mikey Steele and Rodwell snuck in with a yeah. third place there. Decent scores, two nine one. So doing yeah. all right for a, an old culture is Rodwell, Rodwell here. I know he's not that old, but he's been around the block for a while now, hasn't he? Yeah, I mate, mean, he's um, new lease of life, following the the athlete plan. Got <laughs> got the class plan at his gym. He seems to uh, seems to have got it going on. Yeah, um, Mikey in there as well. It's good. And then Kiara wrapping up third place spot. Like like you said before, it's. It's RX weights, but if you're yeah. good enough, you're old enough, like you said. Yeah, certainly. Oh. That's a, a big thing I learned from a long, long time ago. Yeah, so, you've got to be, uh, be in it to win it. You do. So the thing, of, like I said before, the fifth person's score and the third person's score mattered a lot here. So like looking at Southwest um, as an example and Wales... So fifth person score was 196 and 197 there. 
And if you look at the average for the guys, two, three, three, two, three, one. If you're fighting to get in that top five for your region, like every, this goes to show that every rep counts. Like that's how, you know, close it is. Um, and where else am I looking here? So Scotland, like some decent guy scores all over 200. But again, that fifth score really matters. So if yeah. that had been 20 more reps, you know, you're up or even 10 more reps, you're probably in and around what Wales and South West got for the guys average there, as again, as yeah. an example. So yeah, you're just one really... behind the East. Yeah, one point yeah. behind the East as well, they were. So yeah. So it just goes to show. Yeah, there is. Yeah. I think uh, average wise as well, if you look at the guys average, so obviously Southeast, highest by, by far. Um, yeah. North was pretty close, but Midlands, it's a good score that, I mean, yeah. most people probably know who Ed Cook is from him being at the, you know, at the High Performance Centre in Wigan quite a bit. Um, he's got a crazy max set of unbroken, unbroken set of toes to bike and do 60 reps unbroken. Um, and he did that in the past couple of months. So again, like it's a decent score he's put in there. Um, but as an average, just yeah. pretty good. Really consistent. Yeah. Really consistent. Really good. Um, Toby here, he's, he's a bit of a dark horse, really. So Toby... He it will like weight wise is he a one two five for the Midlands? Wow, and he's a tall he's a tall guy. I think he's like six three six four, but still putting in a shift here for the Midlands yeah. two five six as well. So even though he's a big guy, his gymnastic capacity is still pretty still pretty decent. Um, yeah. So that's pretty cool to see um, on the girls side. So. That Scottish regional average two four two, I think that's the highest. Carrying the boys there, yeah, yeah. carrying the boys there. Um, but pretty close to that was the Danish girls again, carrying the guys nice. there as well. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna have to have a word with Biscard there. Yeah, Give him some stick. Um, but yeah, it just goes to show again if you've got averages or people scores that all are in and around the same it does make a big difference to your average, which then contributes to the overall score. Um, so going back to the overall placing, so combined 500. Gosh. It's a lot, yeah. Second, 474, so quite a bit behind there. Um, third, 472, very close there. Nice, that's really close, yeah. Um. But yeah, even Scotland, you know, four six eight, so only four points behind Denmark. Mm. It is very close, which is good. Um, and I obviously we're kind of developing these regionals as we as we go along, and I was kind of looking at the difference between like the overall season leaderboard that we do now. So that's kind of the total points from each region you carry forward. Um, and I was just kind of looking, what would it be like if you just took your place in from each regional event and then into the next one? And it would be a little bit closer. So that's something that us regional managers and, you know, myself and Steve need to all speak about to keep this even closer and make it more interesting. Yeah. Going forward, do we potentially go 
with just taking your placing forward and then it stays that little mm. bit closer. So that's something to kind of think about um, going forward. But I yeah. think as, as we grow, if we increase the number of regionals, the points on offer should be more enticing to, to make a push. But yeah, it's uh, I'm certainly after a close race. I'd love, I'd love to see the leaderboard be jumping all over the shop month to month. Um, Cause then uh, the pressure's on then. It is. It really is. So with this is the overall re- leaderboard after the first three regional events. Um, so southeast, you're on your second with 26 points. Southwest, fifth, 46. So quite close there between east and southwest. Yeah. Two points in it there. Um, Wales on 56 points. They were mid table on the first on the first event, but they've yeah. dropped quite a bit since then. Again, you don't want to be getting that wooden spoon, so they need a big, big shift at this next last Ooh. one. <laughs> um, 16 points for the North. We're sitting in first, so we've got a 10-point head start on you there. Quite a bit yeah. to claw back, but still doable. It is. It's definitely doable. 34 for Scotland, so between South East and Scotland, that's eight points. They're right on our, on our tail. Yeah. They're right on it. Like, they're pushing it on. 52 for the Midlands and then 38 for Denmark, which only four points off Scotland as well. So yeah. for they podium, come flying in as well. Yeah, they, they are flying in. Because they That's obviously, the first one. Yeah. So they were obviously last after the first one. So I've clawed that back very well. So it's all to play for for a podium spot going into this last regional event, really. Um, yeah. Good, uh, good to kind of D- double points on the last one. Ooh. Steve will hundred percent say no. I know. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, so in my background of sailing, you'd do you know eight to ten events, and then there'd be a medal race in which the it would be double points, um, so that it just does add that little bit more you know, excitement to the last event because mm. it's one of them where sometimes you can get to the last event and you know it's not going to change and it's a bit like, ah, what we're kind of playing for here. Obviously, there's a bit more yeah. to regionals with like the community aspect and just getting people together. Um, but maybe even maybe even not necessarily on the fitness side of it, but maybe the participation one. I mean, I could have done with double points on that this month, but... Um... Yeah, all the uh, all the, wor- all the, wor- the worst CrossFit comps in the world, but they uh, reset the scores going into the final event. That's the oh, I'm not mate. a fan of that, so I I wouldn't I be promoting that because that's not nah. a test of CrossFit or I consistency. Could, I would rather shoot myself in the head than that. We go with that one. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's I a agree. Big no, no, from me. Um, but yeah, that's kind of wrapping up this whole regional event, which I think was pretty successful on the on the most part yeah it's awesome yeah lots of content lots of like saw lots of people had great fun um also like if we think of when we did it in mm-hmm. that like week between the open finishing and the quarterfinals coming there was a potential for it to not be as successful and people would have taken the easy road yeah, yeah. i think um i think we we did a really good job of, of getting lots and lots of people in and and now now it's established. I think we've we've done three of them. Um, people are now starting to understand what it is because it's yeah. 
some people are i'll try it regardless of what it is and if i don't like it or if i like it i like it whereas some people are not necessarily those early adopters now the more they've seen of it like i got i've got about 10 messages apologizing for not being able to attend they were like i really want to come just stuff on and i was like don't, don't, don't worry there'll be one next month and and we'll be able to go through so yeah i could have had even more but um yeah <laughs> wouldn't have made a difference um awesome so the next regional event is on the 30th of april so we've got a little bit longer before this next regional event so bigger recruitment drive more people who knows yeah um for the north we've already got our next location organized crossfit delta fox which is in blackburn Starts at 12, finishes at 3, so I'm going to head start and everyone else there. Have you got your location sorted? Well, of course I have. Yeah, it's no, not yeah. weird. Guys, don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> I think we'll be back We'll be back at home base, Blitz. So, isn't Blackburn where, where you're from originally? Is that is that you? Yeah, I support, support Blackburn. Rollers, yeah, you support yeah. Blackburn. Yeah. I'm actually, home I'm territory, actually, mate. Actually from Accrington, mate. Accrington Stanley. Who yeah, are they? I've heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um... But yeah, so you you are you going to go back to Blitz? I think for your last one. I think we we'll go back to Blitz. Open it up. MJ, uh, member of the month, was um, his big his big deal was um, there's a pub opposite Blitz that do a, a, a great dinner. So um, <laughs> yeah, we, we might have to listen to the member of the month. Who uh, special shout out? He, he what a lad, what a lad. He, he cops some stick in the uh, in the group chats, but um, he's willing to dish it out and all. Yeah, he is. He is. He's always uh, one to give give a good crack. Um, the oh, oh, last thing I was going to ask you: who was who was the Southeast MBA? So we gave it to Louis Louis Towers, okay. um, who who kind of helped run the event in terms of from a wit perspective. So um, he got in there randomly, didn't have a t-shirt on when we were doing prize giving because he doesn't <laughs> own a t-shirt. I don't think. Um, so yeah, yeah, he got it, and um, I think well, well deserved. Like he made my life a lot easier. Um, he got stuck into the workout. Mm-hmm. He, my favorite thing is he went, I think he went head to head. Who did he try and keep up with? Mikey, Mikey Steele. So he did 40 unbroken toes to bar. Bad play. I think. And then I think he did about three thrusters before he dropped it. You saw <laughs> his, his midline was like a slinky, mate. He was all over the shop. And he, but I must admit, as he was doing them, he called them out. He was like, oh my God, I've made a mistake here. Um, yeah. But he probably set a new max set of toes to bar. Probably did. Yeah. To- totally worth it, eh, Louis? Um, oh, the other thing that we didn't mention was the 2K, the Team 2K Raw. <gasps> well, if that was another squad event, we would have won that one as well, wouldn't we, really? <laughs> bit, of, uh, bit of home cooking. Got and, old Cameron Nickel in. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Uh, so I shared Mikey's story, which was obviously just like a clip of them doing that Team 2K Raw. And he messaged yep. me saying, like, within within 10 seconds of us being on Cam's team, it was like, we're on it. Like, we're getting to work now. This is serious. Everyone was just, like, totally switched on. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, Cameron um, has this. Um, he has such a good way of getting people to, like, deliver what he, what he thinks is their potential. Yeah. Now to anybody that doesn't do competitive fitness, like the, all the boys in that team are very competitive. They've competed at a high level to the outsider. They wouldn't get it. 
those boys really got it. And I remember just, well, the little backstory, they started at the same time as everyone else, but they broke the rower. And I've never heard of someone breaking a rower. But basically where you put your feet in, if you put your feet on the footplate and then drop your bum onto the seat, all of your weight's going through it. And yeah. a couple of screws were maybe missing. And then Cameron put his feet on it and then the, the, the footplates fell apart. <laughs> but then we broke off and we said, look, boys, give it another go. Give yourself 10 minutes. We'll get everyone through. And Reggie, Reggie come over and he was like, this is the most intense thing I've ever done. <laughs> and you could see Cameron, Cameron was walking around. And you think Reggie's an intense guy, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah. And then I saw Mikey's captions saying like, I've never like this is this is intensity this is it and uh he brought the best out of everyone he got he got the finger point out to to Mikey to finish off that row which I thought was great like if you, <laughs> you get fingered by Cameron you know you know you're doing a good job that kind of thing <laughs> I love that and obviously Cam's helped us in the past with teams and going the games and stuff and he does just know how to bring that intensity and that's one of yeah. the things that I've picked up you know picked up on him picked up from him in the past is that you know when it comes down to like the business you switch on you you know yeah. you've got to bring that intensity if you do want to get out the most of whatever you're doing because we've done a 10 minute assault bike test with Cameron in our ear before and like Ben, Steve, myself and Kev we all got the best assault bike scores we'd, we'd ever had yeah. and it was just that intensity and we were, you know, you get fired up to do weightlifting. You're like, you know, I'm ready for this. It was like that yeah. doing the 10 minute assault light test. So totally. You no, know, it's yeah. It's awesome to have someone to be able to do that. Um, yeah. He yeah. taught team rowing to the whole group as well, which um, like, obviously I was willing to do something. And then he was like, do you want me to do it? So like, being a team player there just he got yeah. he got stuck in got himself involved um helped everybody out and then obviously leading from the front as well he got himself in that team <clears throat> and he said like as soon as he started pulling on the row he realized he'd left like all of those all of his midline on that rig and he was like this is really hard like he said he found the rowing quite difficult and I was like oh it's nice to hear like you're actually human yeah um that you can't just bang like 115s like even when you're tired um yeah it's mad <laughs> he, he messaged me and steve to say that as well to be fair so he must have really yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't heard from him since so I, I wonder i wonder where he is oh no he messaged me the next day and he told me he couldn't hold his kids he couldn't <laughs> hold them so i'm guessing he's like a slinky right now just <laughs> dotting around a hospital trying not to like have to lift people up or help them so uh if anyone's seen a six foot six doctor with slick back hair um, waddling around <laughs> London like a slinky, please let us yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, return him safe. It's a prized <laughs> article. Awesome. Right, mate, I appreciate you doing the roundup this, this event. Um, yeah, good to kind of, good to just get a different perspective and see, you know, yeah. how it how it was for you guys. So, yeah, really appreciate yeah, that. Right, we'll see you on the 30th for the next regional event. We'll be Hopefully. dropping details soon.